Well, hello everyone. I thought I'd do a little um, PNTT playoff uh, podcast. We're kind of halfway through. I don't know. Um, we're moving through, but you know, we're making some progress. There's we had a holiday weekend, so some teams just didn't get in. Um, we had 23 teams make it, uh, and I'll probably just go through all this, all the teams, and kind of talk about their run. One through 23, or maybe I'll start at 23 and go up to one. Um, some of them haven't played, some of them have played, so I'll talk about that a little bit. So we'll start off with Hot Springs, who won their group with a plus 86 um, mar- point of margin of victory, um, getting in over Mesa, who they beat by five, and that was basically the difference in that. Um, you know, Hot Springs. Uh, you know they really they really are they lost to Hots, to Mesa. Sorry, that was their one loss. Um, but they will they got in on a point differential, which was nice for them. But they really t- took it on at the end. They beat Sacramento by um, forty seven, and that was probably the difference. Um, then they beat Evansville by twenty one, which was big for them. Uh, so Hot Springs is really good. Uh, you know, they got they got a solid team. Um, uh, Peter Reber is playing really well. 20 points, 10 rebounds, um, 2.3 blocks, positive assist to turnover. Uh, Antonio Kitchen is kind of, kind of a, a pass-first guy who can also score a little bit. Um, James Hunley's shooting really efficiently. Uh, they and they just ran into a buzzsaw in uh, Salt Lake City, who beat him by thirty. And you know, he that's that's a tough game. You know, that's a tough game. So, but they got a good team. Um, I think Hot Springs is. You know, I want to say they're on the up and up, but you know, they're losing Lucas Long and uh, James Hunley, who are good. Um, I don't think they're worthy of a twelve ten class, but you know, um, what can you say? And this team's in a good position. Uh, I think they could win um, a few games in their conference. Uh, the, you know, these these big wins in the PNTT really help. They got a tough game versus um, Durham uh, in the other conference. They got Spokane. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, it'll be interesting. Uh, the next team on the list would be the... Albuquerque, Albuquerque, um, Albuquerque, coached by Coach McMeyer. They lost in the first round, too. They lost to Lincoln, which was a tough loss. Uh, but Albuquerque's got a good team, and uh, they won their group. Um, let me find them real quick. Or Actually, no, they, they did not win their group, but they got in via um, the cheese clause. So good for them. Um, that's a... It's a nice get in for them. Let me find them real quick. Albuquerque. Okay, here we go. Four and two plus 20. Um, They, let's see, Hunter Morris has been playing great for them. Um, 22 points, 6.3 assists, 2.1 steals. So, guys playing really well. You got Cameron Jamison, the big man. And... They got in, you know, they lost to uh, 
uh, Joplin, but they beat Montpelier um, to just, and they needed to beat them by at least three to make it be the cheese clause, and they did. Um, so they were probably the last at-large team in, and they just beat a really good Phoenix team today. So good for them. Um, they played against Lincoln in the uh, in the PNTT playoff. And in that game, let's see what happened. Um, they lost by 10. So uh, Hunter Morris and Lance Johnson didn't do that great. Cameron Jamison had a good game, but, um, you know, Joshua Tapia, Mason Thorne, those guys were too much. Uh, they won by 10, 79 to 69. So Lincoln moves on in that one. Lincoln then went up. Um, I'll get to, yeah, why not? Lincoln, the team that beat them, then went up against uh, Yonkers, and they lost by five. So that game wasn't posted, but um, I found out uh, through a message that um, Yonkers did win, so Yonkers moves on in that one. So we'll keep going here. Um Let's look at Hershey. Hershey played a really tough St. Pete team, a St. Pete team that won the San Jose uh, Invitational. And they ended up taking down, um, they ended up taking down Macon by four. Or, sorry, they ended up taking down um, Hershey by four. Or, let's see how much they beat him by. I, three. Close game. Kevin Randall did not have a good game. Um, but it was really their defense, uh, Stefan Stefan with 15 points, a lot of free throws. He went six for 10 from free throw land. Um, you know, just, just a well-rounded performance by St. Pete. They got a, they got a good team and, uh, let's see, St. Pete just balanced Hunter Fisher's kind of their guy, but he hasn't been doing the most efficient work, but he's. He's a good player. They just kind of balance it out. They play really good defense, holding teams to 42% from the field. And uh, that's been helping them. So he's looking for his first uh, NTT performance from this team. We'll see if they can make it. Hershey, Hershey's got a good squad, um, but they just weren't able to pull this one out. They played a really good team. And, you know, you come up short sometimes. So um, Hershey got in with that at-large bid. Kevin Randall, 13 points. He wasn't the most efficient shooter this tournament, but Brandon Shabazz, the sophomore shooting guard, he's a really good player. He's shooting 60.6% true shooting. Um, can pass it a little bit. Uh, he he kind of just uh, – and then Omar Harmon, the junior, um, is a really solid player for them. So Harmon stepped up big, helped him to win some games, and um, but they, were, they came up just short in that game – Against St. Pete. So Harmon in that game, he only scored three points. He was 0 for 9, and I think that was the difference. So uh, we can look at the next game in that. We got Macon versus St. Pete. Macon, I, I already talked about St. Pete, but uh, Macon, solid team. Seems like, you know, they they did really well in the 5-1 uh, plus 70, one of the best teams in the uh, tournament. Ian Roberts was shooting 64% true shooting. Uh, he's big. They scored 84 points per game. They hold 
points to 73.1. So they got some stuff going on for them. Um, but when they played against St. Pete, they ended up losing by four. So uh, that was, um, and they only scored 59 points when they're get used to scoring like uh, 84. So Zachary Bird went one for 11. And that might be a common thing. Um, Dante Gross, the power forward, he's just, um, I think he makes life hard on guys. And uh, he's, that's two games in a row. They He held guys to a combined one for 20 from the field. And that's a tough recipe to win with. Uh, so making only scoring 59. These guys can play some defense. I really like their defensive, the defensive chops on St. Pete. And especially at that power forward position. Teams that have a solid power forward are going to struggle against these guys, I think. So um, let's look forward at the... Uh, at the next team, which would be um, San Jose. San Jose has not played yet, um, but you know they're they're a really solid team. Let's look at them real quick. Uh, Coach Rido has them playing really well. They went four and two. They lost a two point game in double overtime to Macon, which was close. They lost to Carnegie by five. That was a game they you'd think they'd win, and then they beat Yonkers. Yonkers looked like a really solid team, and they beat them by 20 points um, in that game. So that was a really big win. So beating a playoff-caliber team, uh, Zachary DuBose got his, but he shot a lot. Marcus Everett, you know, scored 11, but he shot a lot too. So, uh, you know, the bench did pretty well for Yonkers, but it was Blaze Redwine, 24 points on 18 shots. Uh, they shot, San Jose in that game shot 60.8% from the field. They got to the line 12 times, made it 11. They got a good team. Uh, so you look at San Jose and you look at their upcoming schedule. Yeah, Cooperstown. I don't know if Cooperstown is going to accept the game, but if they do, um, they're obviously a good team, right? Uh, Cooperstown's a good team. Yeah. They... Um, they did lose to Bethlehem, but they beat Ocala by 12, Glendale by 11, South Bend by 3, Rochester by 16. Did lose to Yuma by 7, lost to Hershey by 10. Cooperstown's got um, Brandon Wells, that's their guy. He's scoring 24 points on 69.2% troop shooting. Jonathan Robbins, really solid big man prospect who can shoot at, um, at uh, power forward. So it should be interesting to see how that game goes. But I would like San Jose there. Um, if they win, they get a Daytona team. And that Daytona team is pretty solid. Yeah, that Daytona team, um, they got some chops on them, right? So the, uh, they um, lost that one game to Inglewood. No harm in that one. But they beat every other team by just a ton. They beat a really good Yakima team by 24, Dearborn by 20. Lansing by 30, beat Redding by 9. They beat a Bowling Green team who made the tournament, the playoffs, um, we'll get to them in a bit, by uh, 37 points. So Daytona's just killing teams. Um, that's going to be a tough game, especially with Ethan Spoon, uh, Carlos Gar Gargillo, um, Griffin Cross. These guys are the real deal. They, 
they like to score. Ethan Spoon is just playing really incredible. 17 points a game on 70%, 70 70.9% shooting, um, 6.6 assists. The guy's guy's a beast. And uh, they're scoring 90 points a game, just playing efficiently. Their bench isn't necessarily that strong, but, man, they got some studs on this team. They moved Sergio Anderson into the starting lineup. He's been playing really well. Um, So I really like this Daytona team. Um, I think Daytona would move on to play St. Pete, and that would be just a great matchup. I'd love to see that uh, Daytona-St. Pete team if they were to um, get to that. But uh, San Jose is a solid team. They could easily get out of there and end up playing St. Pete there in the uh, quarterfinals. Let's look at the next team. we got Bowling Green. We said we would get to them. Bowling Green kind of overcame that first loss um, to Daytona. They lost by 37. It's like, oh, I don't know how they're going to perform in this term, but they won every game since. They beat Lansing by nine. They beat Joplin by three. They beat Clearwater by 26, and then they won by six against Pasadena, and then they beat Redding by seven. So no big, big wins, but Coach Overmars has his team playing really well, and um, that's thanks to a balanced approach. Ronald Rempe, the sophomore, the senior Eli Armstrong shooting sixty point seven percent from the field, uh, true shooting. They got they got guys, and you know they made up for that really bad uh, loss, and they've they've responded well. Um, but the coach, I I don't know, he's been active somewhat on the boards, but he just hasn't accepted his scrimmage, and he's got us. <laughs> I mean, so their game is against Carbondale. Carbondale's a solid team. They're from. You know, a solid conference, neighboring conference to them in Conference 18. Uh, Coach Dizzy Dell has his team rolling, right? They lost to Twin Falls. They lost to Blacksburg, but they beat everyone else, and they did pretty well. Uh, So I like this Carbondale team. They got Gareth Hoskins, um, who's a solid player, 14 points, 60.9 percent true shooting. Darren Wilhelm, Wilhelm, this point guard freshman 16.60.9 percent true shooting Andrew Merlio uh playing well too we'll see I mean that should be a good game uh but I like Carbondale there we'll see if um we'll see if uh if Bowling Green can step up but whoever wins still has to play Ann Arbor and that's just gonna be a really tough game Ann Arbor's just got a lot of talent we'll see I think they could potentially take down one of those teams but Take down Ann Arbor, but that's that's a tough team. Uh, next up, Blacksburg. Coach Blue Skies um, got his boys uh, the win last night. They took a while to accept their um, their uh, PNTT playoff game, but they did. They're really led by Michael Smith, the junior point guard, six foot five, um, just shoot him crazy. Sixty-three uh, percent true shooting. Uh, 19 points per game. Luciano Williams helps out. They don't score a lot. They only score 76.4 points per game, um, giving up only 70. But they're winning games, right? They lost a tough one to Boise big. Other than that, they've just taken care of business. Beat uh, Charlotte by 16. Beat Clearwater by 8. Beat Carbondale already by 4. Um what we just talked about Carbondale. So beat Jefferson by 14. Beat Aurora by 14. They had Clemson in the first round, and in that game, um, Clemson uh, 
Clemson uh, lost by 20. So Blashburg's looking good. Mike, um, Michael Smith's a really solid player. But in his next matchup, he has to go up against a really solid team in uh, Huntsville. And Huntsville is led by their um, uh, point guard, Manuel Hurd. So I love that Hurd. Uh, yeah, that Hurd-Smith matchup. Um, Hurd's been playing really great. He shoots a ton of threes, but um, he's still scoring 23 points, two assists. A little over Trevor's 2.1 steals a game. Uh, Bailey Napier, he's shooting a lot too. They're not shooting the best. They're only shooting 44.5%, but they shoot a lot of threes. And uh, yeah, they shoot a lot of threes, and they're a good team. Um, yeah, uh, they, they're winning games, right? They lost, they, they did lose to uh, yesterday to Vicksburg, but that game wasn't part of the PNTT. So maybe they're just a tournament team. I wouldn't say they've played the toughest conference. They uh, scheduled, they beat Clemson by six. They beat Eugene, which is a really good team. I like, I like the, I mean, they have some talent on that team for sure. Uh, by six, Huntington Beach isn't that good. St. Louis, Albany, they're okay. Um, I think they win, uh, but you know they beat them. And then their first game was versus uh, Carnegie, who has been doing well. So I'd like to see Huntsville play a little tougher of a schedule. Um, yeah, uh, but you know Huntsville next. That's gonna be a tough. It, we'll, we'll see who's real, Huntsville or. Um, Blacksburg, I, I, I like the matchup. Huntsville was number um, nine in the NTT last year, made it to the Sweet 16, lost, won the rest of their games. They brought back pretty much everyone except their um, point guard, Daniel Andrews, and Emmanuel Hurd just kind of shifted right into the starting role there. So, like that. Um, and Hiles has been doing fine, you know, at the, that um, shooting guard position. So, we'll see what Huntsville can do. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how that Blacksburg game plays out for them. All right, we just did Blacksburg. We'll do Frankfurt in New York City because they play each other. So Frankfurt, um, Frankfurt's a scary team. Uh, they got a lot of size, obviously. They got a lot of talent. And, you know, when any time you can beat a team like uh, Ann Arbor, everyone kind of looks and they're like, huh. They didn't play the toughest schedule. They did beat Honolulu, who's, I think, underrated. Um, they lost to Flagstaff by 22, but then they came back and they just won games. And they beat a really solid Ann Arbor team by seven. Um, Diego McCoy had 34 points in that game. Uh, Eugene Scott played great in that game. Um, and this Frankfurt team showed the world what they're about. You know, Diego McCoy scored averaging... 20.9 points per game on 66% true shooting. You'd love him to shoot a little more. I'm sure Coach Ted Lasso would like him to shoot more too. Kai Rodas and Anthony Rucker at the point guard and shooting guard position. Um, they they got they got some dogs. They're going up against a New York City team who their coach self proclaimed them as um, backing into the NT PNTT with a win over Houston. They started off hot. They beat a really good Inglewood team, beat a really good South Bend team, beat a really good Montpelier team. They already played Frankfurt. They lost by 11. Then they played St. Twin Falls, lost by 41. <laughs> and then they won by one uh, versus Houston. And in that game, uh, yeah, they hit a 
two points shower, 20 seconds left to uh, take the lead after Houston missed a freak of uh, the front end of a one and one, and then they missed another shot. So they barely got in. New York did, um, but they did get in and they play. They've already played them once. I see this game probably going similar to the first game. Um, I like Frankfurt and that mean Frankfurt would get Boise. Boise, probably the most talented team or like they're up there, right? They're up there. It's just tough when you have a guy like uh, Robert Martin, who's averaging 30 points per game on 56.5% true shooting, got a steal, um, assist okay, maybe a little more turnovers than you want, but just just a stud, and he just kind of carries the team. No one scores a ton except him, and he's really just carrying them. Uh, you got Turgeon, you got Beeb, you got Tinsley. Those guys, those guys are big. They can pass, um, rebound, assist, um, play defense. You know, when you have guys that can do all those things, you don't need a lot of scoring. And they're obviously doing well. They're holding teams to 43.8% true shooting, 68.7 points per game. So they're really, really good. I love that Frankfurt matchup. I'm excited to see what happens. Can Tinsley match up with a guy like McCoy? I'm excited to see it, see it play out. So, but I think Boise, you know, has a really good chance of moving forward. They just dominated their, their run. They beat Jefferson city by 41. They beat Culver city, a solid team by eight. Now there's a chance they would get Culver city in the next round. So that would be a rematch of that game. They beat Blacksburg, a team that's in the PNTT playoffs by um, 38. So, but I would love to see that Boise, a, a rematch of Boise and uh, Culver City. See if Jalen Clark, um, you know, what he can do against Patrick Turgeon and stuff like that. Because Robert Martin did not do well in that first game. He went 4 of 18 against Jose Jefferson. But he, he got him in some foul trouble. And uh, that really helped him. He, he got to the line 15 times. So he still made 19 points. But um that was a that was a difficult game for Robert Martin. So I'd be excited about that matchup, but Frankfurt could just as easily advance in that game. Uh let's look at the next team. We already talked about um Carbondale, we already talked about Cooperstown, we already talked about Lincoln, St. Pete. Um we talked about Salt Lake Well, we didn't talk about Salt Lake City. They they did beat um Hot Springs and they played Nashville and they just couldn't keep up with us. We won by about 20 points, I think. Um, you know, we just kind of had their number from the get go and it was hard for them to, uh, yeah, it was just hard for them to keep up. Yeah, we've been by 21, 82 to 61. Um, you know, just, Justin Chapman didn't have the best game, 4 of 14 for them. Evan Trask went seven for nineteen. Um, yeah, and Luke Jones went off with first twelve for 21, 31 points in that game. Um, so big win for Nashville, and then so we move on. Uh, we're gonna get someone in that top half of that bracket. So we'll see. Um, next up, we have Culver City. So they beat Phoenix. In a game, Culver City and Phoenix both won their conference. They both got first-round buys, and they played each other. Culver City, uh, let's see what the score was of that Phoenix game. They beat him by 10. They held Phoenix to 52 points. Uh, Jose Jefferson 
took Walker Rowe and Walker Rowe only went third, three for 14. Floyd Kennedy, four for 12. They shot 32%, Phoenix did. Um, Culver City only shot 38, but they won because, you know, they, um, yeah, they, <laughs> they uh, scored more points than them and played great defense. I love this defense on this team. Uh, let's see, Culver City. Jose Jefferson, he's just a beast. 7.8 assists, one turnover. Sorry, 6.7 assists, um, 1.3 turnovers. But he just he plays great defense. Matthew Harris is a tough guy to go up against. Uh, and then they got Jalen Clark, the big man. Uh, I'd love to see him doing a little bit more, but he's a solid player. Um, him and Matthew Harris are in that um, that class. They beat a solid Phoenix team. I, I want to see that rematch of that Boise game. So we'll see if it uh, plays out. We talked about us, Nashville, a little bit. We got a good team. Um, yeah, we, we're playing great defense. We got guys that kind of glue it together. Um, I'd like to be a little more efficient, but Luke Jones is playing great, 14 points per game. Um, Brandon Roberts shooting a lot, but not very efficiently. We'd love to see his efficiency jump up. Jose Blevins has just been an efficiency monster. Five rebounds, 8.4 assists, 3.3 steals, only 0.9 turnovers, all a block a game from the um, shooting guard spot. So that's that's something. He's not the most efficient shooter, but he does he does a little bit of everything. He's just a stud defender. He's a great passer. Um, he can rebound. Uh, and just, just efficient. Um, I really like him. Uh, and Brandon Bowie, those two. Bowie, Bowie's pretty efficient, 54.9% true shooting, 17.4 points points a game. Luke Jones. Um, yeah, we're going to have to figure out a little bit with our point guard situation because Roberts has just not been that efficient. But can't complain. We've won five. We won five games, uh, lost a tough one to a really solid Yonkers team. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for that uh, potential Huntsville-Blacksburg uh, matchup coming up next. Speaking of Yonkers, Yonkers um, beat Lincoln, setting up a match up against the winner of Ann Arbor and then the winner of Carbondale and Bowling Green. So Ann Arbor will play the winner of Carbondale and Bowling Green and then potentially Yonkers. And I think everyone's excited about that Yonkers-Ann Arbor matchup. Um, Yonkers got Stabos and Jesus Bland, both shooting over 60% true shooting. 20 points per game. Um, those guys, those guys are studs. <laughs> those guys are studs. So I like their team. Beyond Ballinger is a really great um, big man. I love Aaron McDaniel off the bench. 76.3% true shooting, 11.3 points per game. So that's really nice. But it would be an in interesting matchup going up against Eric Frick, Jimmy Henry, Michael Doherty. The three-headed monster has Ann Arbor looking really solid. Not as solid as they were last year, but very, very solid. Um, moving Tristan Rice into the starting lineup. Levi Lewis is just a defensive beast that can pass. Really nice. And then Michael Doherty's a solid player, uh, shooting 64. Three guys shooting combined. So Doherty shooting 64.37%, Henry 61.1%, and uh, Eric Frick 62.2%. And that's including their game against uh, us yesterday that, you know, Henry didn't do that great so uh i really like this team that you know but if you can stop one or two of those guys they're gonna have a tough time scoring because they really rely on those 
those three guys. Um, so say you slow down Frick and Henry, then it's just on Doherty. Uh, so you don't, or maybe you can slow down all three. Uh, I'd be interested to see what happens. And that's kind of what happened, I think, in their game against Frankfurt. They lost. Um, yeah, they lost. And, uh, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Henry did well, but he shot 30 shots. Michael Doherty only went four of 20. So that was really tough. Kai Rodas really, um, yeah, put the brakes on him. So um, interesting, interesting potential matchup there. Let's look at some of the other teams. Macon lost to St. Pete. We talked about Macon a little bit. Daytona, they're still yet to play. There's the them and um, we'll look at them and then we'll look at, look at Huntsville and we'll, we'll call it there and we'll kind of look at the bracket as a whole. But um, Daytona has the winner of San Jose and Cooperstown if that game ever plays. Not, we're going to move on San Jose because they um, they did schedule the game. Daytona looks just really good. Ethan Spoon, we talked about him a little bit, right, uh, when we were talking about Cooperstown and San Jose, but Ethan Spoon, 70.9% true shooting, 17.4 points a game. So he's scoring 17 points on 11 shots. Uh, Carlos Gargulio, 53% from the field. Um, yeah, the, these guys are really good. They're tall. You got Sergio Anderson, the freshman, playing shooting guard. He's really good. He can pass. He can rebound. He can uh, play defense. He can shoot. Um, this team, I think they're going to take down – I think they can pretty easily take down um, San Jose, and I think that would set up a really fun game against St. Petersburg, which they they're, they're conference rivals, right? So uh, that that game, Saint, they're going to play St. Pete regardless on Wednesday. Um, so I'm I don't think the other game will run. So it, it might be a rematch if they do win versus the winner of Cooperstown in uh, San Jose. So uh, and I I kind of like I kind of like. Daytona, I think they're a really, really good team. So, uh, and then let's look at Huntsville. Huntsville's one of those teams, they're really good. Um, they they did lose yesterday to Vicksburg, which was a little surprising. We didn't, I didn't see that coming. They lost by 11. But you got Emmanuel Hurd and Bailey Napier, and those two kind of are their, uh, their mainstays. They got Nova Sutton Dixon playing bigs. Those guys can light it up. Uh, I really like Dixon, the big man. He's he's a really solid player. Kind of does it all, um, but he's averaging 11 points, four assists, great defensive numbers. Noah saw great defensive numbers too, great assist numbers. So he likes those big men that can kind of, that aren't really shooters, but they can pass and they can rebound, and they seem to be working out well for him. He's got Blacksburg, tough game against Blacksburg. I think they win it. I think they. That would face him up against Nashville in the quarterfinals, and I'm just excited for that game. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see how it would play out. Uh, I believe in my guys. I like them a lot, so we'll see what we can do. But they're they're a good team. They're a good team. So I'm, I got to figure out what Vicksburg did to beat them because um, that that always helps, you know. Be, <laughs> Uh, Benjamin Hiles only played seven minutes. That probably helped him a little bit. Bailey Napier didn't do too well either. He went eight, nine of twenty-eight. So, uh, just something to look at. Um, overall, you look at the bracket. This could go a lot of ways. We're still really early in the bracket. So, um, we have four teams that punched their tickets to the quarterfinals: and St. Pete, Culver City, Nashville, and Yonkers. Um, St. Pete has already won two games, so that's nice for them. 
I'm I'm excited to see how these how these play out. I think Boise's up there with the favorites. I think Daytona, Boise, and Ann Arbor, Yonkers could be. I mean, those could easily be finals matchups, right? Um, Culver City, Boise. I'd love to see that one. Um, you know, but you look at the teams left. Who's who are the real contenders? I mean, I think you got Boise, Daytona, St. Pete, Ann Arbor, Yonkers, Huntsville, potentially Nashville. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, Frankfurt. I mean, Frankfurt could easily beat Boise. Frankfurt's just got a really solid squad. So there's some teams out there. Um, I really like them. We're going to keep doing it. Hopefully I'll do a shorter one after um, once we get into the semifinals or something. Um, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Just wanted to give you a little something, and uh, we'll talk to you later.